ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وما اتاكم الرسول فخذوه وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا صدق الله العظيم عن ابن عباس رضي الله تعالى عنهما قال سقيت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من زمزم فشرب وهو قائم متفق عليه وعن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما ان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم نهى ان يتنفس في الاناء او ينفخ فيها رواه الترمذي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي ذو شيخ الله اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا respected brothers respected elders mothers and sisters listening at home hazrat nabiy kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam has mentioned in a hadith ala inna khayral kalami kalamullah wa ahsanul hadi hadi muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wasallam ala inna khayral kalami kalamullah the best of the commandments is the commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the best speech the best kalam is the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa ahsanul hadi hadi Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the best tariqa the best style of living is in following hazrat nabi kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the best model for any human being is none other than rahmatul lil alamin sallallahu alaihi wasallam we live in a time where technology is at its peak a sophisticated world modern world we get excited when we look at some new inventions mobile phones computers new cars new items in the market but the greatest technology wallahi lazim in the house of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the sunnah of nabi kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam that is the greatest technology no technology in the world can surpass the pattern the sunan the tradition the af'al the aqwal of huzur alayhi salatu wassalam nothing in the world can make muqabla of one miswaq technology is only until this dunya when you die nothing is with you your air condition will not come with you inside the grave the beautiful allahu akbar the lamps chandeliers the lighting that won't come with us in the cover technology is only until we are in this world and i'm not saying it's haram no allahu akbar if allah has given you something use it in its proper way just an example in the islamic terminology there is a sophisticated meaning to it technology advancement progression modernism jis duniya mein hum rehte hain اردو میں اس کو کہہ دے ترقی یافتہ زمانہ ترقی یافتہ زمانہ 
in the time that we live in, everything is absolutely modern. Islamically, modernism, advancement, there's another meaning to it. In Islam, technology means something that will benefit you in this world and also in the hereafter. That is the greatest technology. Any technology that benefits you in this world and not in the hereafter, then that is just dunya. That is labeled with dunya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given his own fatwa, subhanallah, his own verdict in the Quran. Anyone who dies in the condition of kufr, whether he is a Hindu, whether he is a Sikh, whether he is a Jew, Christian, atheist, anyone who does not follow the tartib of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in fact, even if he is a Muslim, only Allah will judge him by his Iman. That does he fit the category of being a Kamil Mu'min or not? That is up to Allah. In this world, maybe he might be buried in the Muslim cemetery. But what happens to him even if the Imam has done Salatul Janazah? That is only in dunya. In the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will judge every individual according to his Iman. Subhanallah And if anyone dies in the condition of kufr, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, وَمَا لَهُ فِي الْآخِرَةِ مِن نَصِيبٍ In the hereafter is nothing for them. Nothing. In fact, in this world, everyone fears death. Everyone fears death. Except for the believers. Because for the believers, death is tuhfa. Al-mawtu jasrun. يُوسِلُ الْحَبِيبِ إِلَى الْحَبِيبِ Mot is tahfa That you go to your Rabb Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Hazrat Bilal radiyallahu ta'ala Was breathing his last And the wife was sitting next to him Started to cry, cry and cry Hazrat Bilal opened his eye And he said to the wife Va, va, va Why are you crying? Ye rona kaisa? What is it? Tears are coming out from your eyes. You should be happy that tomorrow I am going to be with Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And this was the iman, you know, this was the taqwa. The people could see the reality, people know. And something happens to the iman that they, they understand, they know that alhamdulillah, the iman becomes so coarse, so strong, that they can sense the reality. And that power is given to the people who believe. And in the hereafter, in this world everyone fears death, but in the hereafter, the mushrikeen, the kuffar, will pray for death. The death they feared the most. They feared the most. But in the hereafter, they will call out that give us death. Maut aajai baat khatam ho jai. Maut aajai baat khatam ho jai. No. لَا تَدْعُوا الْيَوْمَ صُبُورًا وَدْعُوا صُبُورًا كَثِيرًا Don't ask for one death here, there is no one death for you. You die and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala recycles you. Amariya system hoti hai na? Recycling, recycling ki. And the British, shockingly, compared to the other European countries, we are well behind. So we should be doing the recycling. Alhamdulillah, that is good. No problem with that. 
But that recycling in the hereafter is a worse one that will be in Jahannam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us. So as Muslims, we have this power that we don't call dual nationality, but certainly this dual connection we Muslims have only. This connection with this world and in the hereafter. Nobody has that. Ahle kufr, if they die in the halat of kufr, their connection is only till dunya. But in the hereafter, nothing. And for Muslims, <coughs> anywhere in the world, dual connection, this dunya and also in the hereafter. That is why the dua is taught to us in the Quran. Rabbana atina fid dunya hasana. So, we cannot forget dunya. We have to live in this world. We have to take control of the economy. We have to educate ourselves. We have to be masters. We should have the greatest scholars. We should have great scholars in every department. Very, very important. So, Rabbana Atina Fid Dunya Hasana. Allah give us khair, hasana in this world. And then straight away, wafil. Akhirati. Also in the hereafter. Because we are the only, we the believers, we only have that power that we are connected with dunya and the hereafter. And that is technology. That is the greatest technology. In the Arabic language, technology, one word that comes to my mind is sabiqu, that is in the Quran, in Surah Hadith. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, sabiqu ila maghfiratim min rabbikum. What is technology? What is advancement? What is progression? Admi tarakki yafta ban And in the Arabic language, sabaka means sabakat karna, ek dusre se aage barna. And Allah is saying, Sabiku, race with one another. Race with your fellow Muslims. Race with everyone in this world. Be competitive with everyone around you. In what? Ila maghfiratin, in seeking maghfirat of Allah. That is technology. Do actions that qualify you for the maghfirat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that Allah forgive you. That Allah forgive you. And Allah is baniyaz. That prostitute gave water in the hadith to a dog. A prostitute gave water to a dog. And in the hadith it comes, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that I saw her in Jannah. It's entirely up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Any action, we have to be competitive. We have to make sure. Maybe if we do that, inshallah, Allah will be razi with us. Let us do that, Allah will be razi with us. And surely that one amal will suffice for us. وَجَنَّةٍ And Allah is saying, race towards the jannat. وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا كَعَرْضِ السَّمَاءِ وَالْأَرْضِ The jannat, the width of it is the heavens and the earth. أُعِدَّتْ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرُسُولِهِ Prepared for those people who believe in Allah and in His messengers. When I say in His messengers, don't get me wrong, don't think those people who believe in Jesus Christ or Moses or any other prophets, no. We Muslims are the only nation, only community that takes the angels in the right manner and the right status. 
talking on the subject of advancement and progression with this one word aaj duniya ki koi bhi technology aap le le take for an example mobile phone you can be sitting here in england and talk to someone thousands of miles away wireless no problem but it is only to the hudud of this duniya to the boundaries of this duniya or until the satellite or wherever but the sunnah of nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam is connected to the doors of jannah but when when you want to talk to someone thousands of miles away that is fine but huzur alaihi salatu wassalam sunnah is connected directly to the gates of jannah every sunnah that is why hazrat nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam has mentioned man tamassaka bi sunnati in man tamassaka bi sunnati inda fasadi ummati in the year 2002 ha huh? at the time in this time subhanallah after the 11th of september when the muslims are bombarded from every corner every muslim looks like a terrorist if he has a beard now or a pagri and anyone who, who allah akbar has a beard and wears a pagri just today after maghrib someone was telling me that uh, some of the taxi drivers were harassed because uh, as they were walking two three brothers and someone at the back said they said oh usama what did they say so constantly usama oh mulla umar see allah akbar so when the muslims are bombarded from 24 hours this is where huzur alayhi salam is saying in the fasadi ummati when great tribulation will come towards my ummah at that time for a person to cling on to the sunnah that iman is very very strong for the muslims to have a long beard at that time for a 17 year old to wear amama and to go to university with his kurta that iman that boy is precious even the angels make fakhr allahu akbar even jibril amin makes fakhr on that child that child who goes out in the year 2001 to seek knowledge even the fishes make dua for him subhanallah the stars make dua for him zarra zarra make dua for him the angels spread out the wings for that person you know when a, a royalty someone uh, some of the loom kya kehte usko bade bade wazir kings when they come you have the red carpet for them the angels spread out their wings subhanallah alazim that is the honor that is the respect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you if you make amal on the sunnah at the time of fitna at the time of fasad so for a woman to cover her face subhanallah and walk in the streets that is great great mujahada great mujahada but the reward Allahu akbar straight away in this dunya also in the hereafter hazrat nabi akram sallallahu alaihi wasallam said man ahabba sunnati that person who loves my sunnah فَقَدْ أَحَبَّنِي then he loves me وَمَنْ أَحَبَّنِي and anyone who loves me be it a he or a she كَانَ مَعِيَ فِي الْجَنَّةِ guaranteed that person will be with me in Jannah كتنی بری شان 
Isn't that the greatest technology that knocks on the door of Jannat? That is the greatest technology. Every sunnah, my respected brothers, in one hadith, in the time of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Salma bin Aqwa radiyallahu ta'ala is the narrator of a hadith, and he says that Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saw a person eating with his left hand. Which was very normal in the time before the coming of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Zamanai Jahiliyat, the Arabs were it was pretty normal for them to eat with the left hand, according to the tarikh, the historians say that. So he was eating with the left hand, that is why when the child is born, make sure that he grips the pencil with the right hand, because that's very important. Sometimes if he gets that habit that he's writing with the left hand, left hand, he becomes a lefty. I'm saying, yeah, some people can't write with the right, so if you, if you are going to write with the left, I'm not saying it's not jive, I'm just saying, we have to monitor the children all the time, even when it comes to eating and drinking. So he, Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam, saw him eat with the left hand. Absalallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him that, eat with your right hand. Out of arrogance, you know, takabbur, pride, even in front of Anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam, like Firaun, you know, oh, who is Musa to me? Who is Musa to me? Who is Musa? Nothing. He can't even speak well. He was a great magician. It says that for 300 years, sar mein dard nahi hua. Itna bara magician jadugar. No pain anywhere in the body for 300 years. Most powerful magician. Aur usse barkar hoga dajjal. So, Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was there and he said that, I haven't got the power to eat with my right hand. Famous hadith. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam looked at him and very rare of Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam to give baddua instantly to someone. He is rahmatullil alameen. Rahmatullil alameen. He would not give baddua to anyone. But for him to say whilst eating with the wrong hand, left hand, and the sunnah is the right hand, Imagine how valuable that sunnah is. Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave him baddua. Most sahih hadith recorded in the Riyadh Salihin Bukhari Muslim. And Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him that then you will never have the power to reach your mouth with the right hand. That baddua took effect straight away. His, his entire right hand arm became stiff and hard like metal loha absolutely paralyzed, no blood functioning in there. He could feel the pain. The ulama say that although Absalallahu gave him baddua, but even this baddua was a mercy for him. What was it? Mercy for him. Why? Because Huzur knows that anyone who lies in front of the Prophet, even in the condition of Iman, and to show arrogance, and pride to Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that makes him the recipient of Jahannam. And if he was to go to Jahannam, is far more worse. That is why Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam gave him baddua straight away. For his disrespect to Huzur alayhi salam, he is just punished in this world. So even in saying that, Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was being merciful to him. Ki dunya ke andar uska haat kya ho gaya? Shal ho gaya. Lekin subhanallah in the hereafter he will be forgiven if he 
depends. I won't go into that hadith. But with this one hadith, we, we, what we understand, the muhaddith say, it is very, very important to take every sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam seriously. Hazrat Mufti Taqisab was traveling on an air journey and Mufti Taqisab, Buzrugani Deen Hote Unki Tabiat Asi Hoti, when they see anything that is against the sunnah and the sunnah being discarded, straight away they would point it out. Hazrat Mawlana Abdul Qadir Dehalvi Rahmatullah Ali, great Buzrug. His tabiat was such that when he came to the masjid, remember I said on a Wednesday that if he prayed one sifara and quarter, that means in, in, in India, uh, Ramzan will be of how many days? Uh, 30 days. And if he prayed, no, 29 days. And if he prayed only one para, then it would be 30 days. Sahib Kash Buzrug. Even his brother Malana Abdul Aziz Rahmatullah was a great Buzrug. All of them. It is said that when Maulana Abdul, Abdul Qadir Dehalvi Rahmatullah passed away, his brother saw in the Qabristan that those covers that were being punished because of the janaza of Hazrat Abdul Qadir Rahmatullah getting lower down, for 24 hours the azab was lifted from everyone in the Qabristan of Delhi. For 24 hours. This was the piety. So when he came in the masjid, he saw this man, his trousers was well below the ankles. So looked at him and Hazrat felt, you know, he wasn't feeling well. He said, Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ki sunnat, the tabiyat, the nazakat is in there. So straight away he said, young man, I want to talk to you. He said, look, look at my kurta, have a look, is my izar very low? Is my izar very low? Lower than my ankles? So straight away that young man understood. And he said, Hazrat, no, 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 your izar is on top. And he made toba and istighfar. He said, Hazrat, my izar is very, very low. Mufti Takisab was traveling and he saw this person next to him. And the food is served. It's with, first of all, we, we sat, the, the area, unless you're sitting in a first class. I've never had that opportunity to sit in the first class. <laughs> I mean, I even fear traveling now, you know. Oh, Khalid, don't take that, huh? <laughs> Seriously, inshallah, that's not the case. But nowadays, there's a brother telling me, man, I'm going to Hajj on a Sunday, make dua, I get there safely. So, you're sitting in the economic class, and the food is served, and fork and knife, you have that, you have to eat with fork and knife. You don't have to, but generally, it's fork and knife. Up to fork and knife, pad it, okay, what metal, what is but now blunt, you know, if you're recently traveling, it's all plastic like toys sort of thing. Absolutely nothing would happen. So, so the fork and knife is in Mufti Taki Sahib is sitting. Mufti Taki Sahib is looking at his Muslim brother. And Muslim brother has got, mashallah, the fork in his left hand side, left hand and the knife in the right hand. And he's munching away, you know. Some of the Saudi uh, Arab planes, when you go to them, when you're traveling and you ask the air hostess, uh, is this halal? Kullu halal. Kul bismillah, kullu halal. Say bismillah and everything is halal. Inna lillahi wa inna Okay, PIA also is halal? Is halal plain? Do they sell or no? No alcohol, mashallah. Is halal plain? Or very few, from the 56 Muslim countries, all, all these air flights. No business, you see. 
توکل اللہ پر نہیں ہے بین اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ سے اللہ یبسط رزق المیشا رزق از ان مائی ہینڈ اکانومی از ان دا فل کنٹرول آف اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ میک اختیار آف تقوا ان اللہ ول بلیس یو سو مفتی تقی صاحب سے ٹو دا بردر کہ ارے پیارے وائی آئی یو میکنگ یور سیلف محروم فرام دا گریٹ سننا آف حضور علیہ السلام وائی ڈونٹ یو ایٹ ود دا رائٹ ہینڈ And you know what he said to Mufti Taqi sahab? You Malvis, what? You Malvis are an obstacle to the progression and the advancement and why we Muslim countries are going backwards and the rest of the world is progressing and 10 years ahead of us is because of you Malvis. Mufti Taqi sahab ko yun kare. Chalo, mujhe kare de, mein toh waise hi naqis hoon. لیکن ایسے بزرگان دین کو کہنا یو نو گریٹ پیپل یو مولویز یو نو ایٹ دا اینڈ آف دا ڈے ایوری تھنگ یو نو گوز آن دا مولانا بےچارا ایوری تھنگ مفتی تقی صاحب سینگ ٹو ہیم اللہ کے بندے ڈو یو کال ایٹنگ ود دا لیفٹ ہینڈ اللہ اکبر جسٹ لٹل سننا سم تھنگ اسمال Okay, it's fine for you to eat with the left hand. This is because of Maulanas like you and you are the Mufti. Pakistan is so backwards. Inna billahi wa inna. We should not look at all these things. We should look at the unity. Kada? We should look at the unity. See, it's very, very easy to say unity. There is no unity anywhere in the world, my respected brothers. You go to royal infirmary. and see where the doctors are sitting and see how they chat away on one subject if there are 20 doctors all of the doctors will have 20 different opinions but see other 20 different opinions in every society everywhere in every department is very very difficult to have 100% unity allah rabbul alamin hasn't designed us to be like that so mufti taqi sahab got very very angry He said to him, what are you talking about? You have been eating with your left hand. Who have you surpassed? What, have you, what progress have you done in this world? Straight away. He stayed quiet in front of Hazrat Mufti Taqi sahab. But this is the condition, Allahu Akbar, and the level of Iman of the Muslims today. Really, Wallahi Lazim. Sometimes even in restaurants, right, we, they, there is a possibility that we can use our hands. but because of pressure in the surroundings we'll just use the fork and knife or whatever but if you are going to use the fork and knife the least one can do is hold the fork in the right hand side least itna aadmi kar sake and the knife in the left hand side so when you are eating the fork you you're taking in the lukma with the right hand and i did mention to you that even in america the research was done that for those people who eat with their fingers if you remember plasma is excreted out from the tip of the fingers which is not visible but only under the microscope which is beneficial to the hu- human Im- immune system of the body so a lot of the people today even in america the professional people they want to eat with their fingers eat with their fingers huzur alayhi salatu wassalam said that how many years ago subhanallah that is the most natural way 
of eating, no metal, you're not tasting metal, fork and knife. Beautiful, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made that tartib, lukma. Our sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would eat with three fingers. Subhanallah alazim. Every sunnah, even washing the hands before you eat. Adab Jaini, wherever you go, even in the restaurants now, you have the facility of washing rooms and wash your hands and all that. Allah, in the time of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this was a normal procedure. But where the Muslims go wrong, even after washing hands, they use the towel. What do they do? Use the towel. That is wrong again. Don't use the towel. Wash your hands and eat the meal, the food with your hands wet. That is fine. So the germs die out. I was reading in a kitab, most probably this event took place in Pakistan. A truck driver wanted to have his meal and you know in India and Pakistan, mashallah, you just pull over on the side and mashallah there are restaurants everywhere, no hard shoulder. You just pull over wherever you want. Subhanallah. And it's amazing, you know. And if you go to Saudi Arabia, the shocking thing is that sometimes in other areas, like we have facilities here of toilets, a lot of the times when I've been traveling, I've noticed that when you're traveling at night from Makkah to Medina, Allahu Akbar, we Muslims are supposed to set an example. But when we go there, there is no toilets, no facility, and you see Allahu Akbar on the side roads, just a simple restaurant and no toilet for the musafirin that come. Subhanallah. And you wonder. And when you look at Europe, wherever you go, facility, you know, the toilets are in immaculate condition, immaculate condition. Mujayade, when we went for Hajj, and when you go to the toilets in Jeddah, the toilets there, the Muslims, cheap laborers, pick them up from Bangladesh, and, you know, pay them nothing, and they're mopping away, mopping away, Allahu Akbar. And when you are in the toilet, the Muslim brothers come, Haji Saab, kuch dona. Haji Saab, kuch dona. And you are in the city of the prophets. How far is Makkah from Jiddah? Where Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam built the house of Allah. Where all the prophets came. You wonder. The wealth that Allah has given them. Subhanallah. But no. Where is it used? And... The minute you come to Heathrow Airport, Subhanallah, you could go to sleep in the toilets. Absolutely clean. Absolutely clean. In fact, so clean that when the Muslims go and make wuzu in the toilets, they take offense that don't put your feet inside the basin. And it is true. We are not to put our feet in the basin. What for? Nay. They come and it's not there to wash the feet. We are not living in a Muslim country. We have to respect them. But everything is absolutely clean. Are we not supposed to set example when you look at the scientific teachings of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? They have taken everything from us. Everything from us. Even the facility, they have the system of spraying, and you see that spray in the toilet, half of the time it's down on the floor. From seven, eight toilets, three of them are out of order. Or, yeah, they're out of order, oh, straight away. 
In fact, you have the right to complain if it's not clean. Phone here, phone here, phone here. Subhanallah, They have taken it. So talking about that driver, that low hard shoulder, and he parked his truck on the side and he says, Anji, khana chahiye, ye chahiye, Allah Akbar, wo bhi ek ajeeb life hai. He is there sitting away and he's washed his hands, the driver, and he was about to eat. But then, taqdeer, you can't overpower taqdeer and you can't fight with fate. And he remembered that, no, I want to check out the truck wheels. Something is wrong. So he went, he didn't eat, he stood up, he went and he looked at the wheels, the front wheel, and he touched the wheel. One finger. What did he do? And looked at it. And after that he went back. Without washing hands, he started to eat food. After food, Allah kare usne dua to kari ho. Alhamdulillahi lazi. Alhamdulillahi lazi. That is the dua we should read. And he died. He fainted, collapsed. Well, luckily, that item was served to a lot of people. You know. And nobody died except for this one person. And our brothers came and what investigation, how did he die? Because you have to post mortem sida. Allah mafkare. Even dying here is, you know, it's so bad. You know, some of the cases that you see, I remember when we were in Portugal, one brother came from Jamaat from Spain. Where did he come? Incredible person. Nick. Allah wala. He left his family there. He came to do Nusrat of the Pakistani Jamaat that was there. From Spain he comes to make Nusrat of the Pakistani Jamaat and he came to me, he met me, everything is fine, we prayed our Maghrib Salat, very very good akhlaq, very good person, mashallah, the Jamaat Sati are generally very good. So, he found one of the brothers there and he said, I want to go from one mosque to another mosque, sitting in the car, puts on his seat belt and he's traveling and the driver of the brother is talking to him and all he does is this no response kushne up in portugal ek din hua comes from spain and he just moved tilted his head down and the driver noticed that something is wrong parked the car and looked at him checked him and he expired expired allahu akbar and they did a post-mortem and I was present when they were making gusal, and I had that opportunity for the first time to see how uh, after the post-mortem, you should, Allahu Akbar, the post-mortem, is that even making gusal, we could see the blood oozing out from the cuts that were there. Even the stitching was not done properly. This is like, who is there to check? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us from post-mortem. We die in the condition of Iman and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the cover Jannat for us. We go in one piece, we came in one piece, we go in one piece. So after investigation, they find, found out, there are a lot of snakes also in Pakistan cutting through. 
the truck driver actually crushed a snake that was crossing the road or whatever. And that snake died and the poison and the blood of that snake was on the wheel. And apparently he touched that poisonous part of it, but not realizing that there Now he took that and he ate his food with that poison mixed in the food, and he died because of that poison. Now, if he made amal on the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, death is death. Lekin bahut munchin tha ke wo bach bhi jata. This is the barakat of washing the hands. That is the greatest technology that brings you closer to Hazrat Nabi Kareem on what has been said. I don't want to take much of your time. Just one hadith, a few hadith here, inshallah, quick translation. Hazrat Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhumah has said, that Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam prohibited us from breathing into the drinking vessel or blowing onto it. Why? Because when you inhale it's oxygen, when you exhale it's carbon dioxide and that's got germs in it. So if you're going to blow it, anything, there's going to be germs. So, subhanallah. And this is a scientific uh, explanation to us given by Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam only now they realize that. Talking on the subject of can we eat standing up or drink standing up, absolutely no when it comes to eating. Food, solid food, the food that we eat in the afternoon and in the evening or two times a day or three times a day, that meal we have to sit down and eat. That is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In some of the restaurants we have the buffet system, isn't it? Uh, you just pick and choose and you stand up and eat. This is all the, the tartib of the fusak and fujjar. Muslims should not eat like that. Hazrat Anas radiallahu ta'ala was questioned, Fal aklu, how is it to eat standing up? And he said, Zalika asharru aw akhbas. Eating standing is the worst act or more detestable. And drinking water standing up, a hadith narrated here by Hazrat Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala an sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has mentioned لا يشربن أحد منكم كائما فمن نسي فليستقي None of you should drink standing and if anyone forgets he must vomit it out. So well, before we go into the noises, <laughs> what I'm saying is that the ulama have said that there is gunjaish for someone to stand up and drink if he is finding it difficult to sit down but generally the tabiat of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam the real sunnah was that food and water he would always take that in whilst in the sitting posture talking about zamzam water zamzam water alhamdulillah there is no problem if someone stands up and in our society today we tend to stand up. Why? There is a hadith. Hazrat Ibn Abbas said that Sakaitu Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam min zamzama fashariba wa huwa qaimun. Yeju alfaz me apke samne dorara wa hadith ke. These are great blessings. This is asal dars. This is the sunnah of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. These are the words uttered by Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So listening to it is also barakah. Hazrat Ibn Abbas says, I served the messenger of Allah, zamzam water, and he drank it whilst he was standing. Another hadith that Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala and Hazrat Nazal ibn Samara says that I saw Hazrat Ali arrived at Babu al-Rahma some people say that is in Kufa and he drank Zamzam standing up and he said I saw the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam do this but the ulama say that for someone to take the standing up 
in drinking zamzam water to be an obligation or very very important that is wrong it is not false so at times if someone is sitting and drinking zamzam water that is also jais there is no problem with that so you can sit but if someone wants to stand up alhamdulillah but we should not it's it's not about jais and na jais Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would drink zamzam water standing up and there is also evidence that he sat down and drank zamzam water and there is also evidence that Huzur alayhi salatu was salam on some occasions this one hadith on some occasions stood up and he drank water like the case here the, the, the narrator of the hadith is Hazrat Umm Sabit Qabasha bint Sabit she is the daughter of Hazrat Sabit and the sister of Hazrat Hassan bin Sabit Hazrat Hassan bin Sabit is who? the sha'ir of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the poet of Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam. Hazrat Hassan bin Sabit's wife, her name was Hazrat Shireen. And Hazrat Shireen was the sister of Hazrat Maria Qibtiya. And Hazrat Maria Qibtiya was the wife of Huzur alayhi salatu wa sallam. So the wife of Huzur alayhi salam and the wife of Hazrat Hassan bin Sabit were sisters. Kya rishta tha? Hazrat Hassan ki bibi ka naam Shireen and Hazrat an Egyptian also and the wife of Huzur alayhi salatu was salam was Hazrat Maria Qibtiya she was also an Egyptian Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam married her later on and she is the mother of Hazrat Ibrahim so Hazrat Umm Sabit is the narrator she says Dakhala alayya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that Aap sallallahu alayhi wasallam visited me and drank water from a hanging water skin whilst he was in a standing posture so I stood up and cut off the mouthpiece where Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam put his auspicious lips. Skin tha, leather ka, chamre ka. And Aap sallallahu alayhi wasalam stood up. It was like that, hanging on the wall. And Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam drank from it. Showing the ummah that under some circumstances, it is also jais to stand up. It's not first only that you have to sit, but if you have to, you can stand up. And that is... You can even eat something that is dry, for an example, khajur or nuts or some biscuits whilst you are walking. You don't have to sit down. That is also sad. It's something dry. But a meal, a proper meal should be taken in, consumed whilst you are sitting down. That is the sunnah. Subhanallah. And this was the love the sahabiyat had. And that leather skin, uska upar ka hissa, she cut it out and she kept it. Hazrat Jabir radiallahu ta'ala, Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam gave him some dirham. He never spent the dirham. He kept it all his life. He made wasiyat to his children that this is the dinar that Huzur alayhi salam gave me. Keep it. For generations those dirhams were in his family. Yeah? Four generations. And somehow later on the dirhams were lost. One sahabi, a lady, she had the hair of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam. She put the hair inside this vessel and filled it up with water. And anyone who got sick in her tribe, they would come to her. She was like a physician. Huati, and she said, what's the problem with you? I've got this headache, I've got stomachache, this, that. And if death was not in the muqaddar of that patient, she would just take out one drop of pain. Subhanallah. That was the iman. And Hazrat Abu Mahzura, Mu'azzin of Huzur alayhi salatu wasalam, the love was incredible, you know. Hazrat Abu Mahzura radiallahu ta'ala, Aaf sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Umar come in. Aaf sallallahu alayhi wasallam with great love just touched him on the head. And he said for his entire life, he never shaved that part of the head, 
where Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam auspicious hands touched and he would make fakhar, he would say to the companions come here, come here, ow, ow Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ke haad mubarak ye haa lagay Aap sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ke haad mubarak Allah what ashik the love they had do you think any money could buy them, any dollars? do you think? no, no dollars could buy them nothing in the world could purchase them why? they were purchased by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inna Allah ashtara min al-mu'mineen anfusahum wa amwalahum bi anna lahum al-jannah Allah has bought the mu'min already why? bi anna lahum al-jannah for him is jannah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq that we make amal on the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alamin الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين اللهم إنا نسلك العفو والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة يا حي يا كيوم يا حي يا كيوم برحمتك نستجيب يا الله اسم مجلس مي اسم محفل مي جولوك بعثه وي يا الله إنك جو پريشاني هو يا الله إنك پريشاني كو حضور الله صلاة والسلام في الفاظ في برقات يا الله دور فرما يا الله جو بيمار هون كو شفاء ده غير كي اندر جو عورت مصورات سننے والي هي يا الله إنك جائز تمنا كو پوري فرما مسلمان جو پریشان حال ہے یا اللہ ان کی پریشانی کو تو دور فرما جو مقروض ہے یا اللہ جو قرض میں دوبے ہوئے یا اللہ غیب سے تو ان کی مدد فرما یا اللہ مسلمانوں کی حفاظت فرما حرمین شریفین کی حفاظت فرما مسجد اقصاء کی حفاظت فرما تمام مساجدوں کی اللہ تو حفاظت فرما مداریس و مقاتب کی اللہ تو حفاظت فرما مسلمان کی عزت و عبرو کی اللہ تو حفاظت فرما جوان نسل مسلمان کی اللہ اس ملک میں جو رہ رہی ہے کالیج اور یونیورسٹی مسلمان کو شراب سے بچا مسلمان کو یا اللہ تمام گناہوں سے بچا یا اللہ یہ رگز کی بیماری عام ہو رہی ہے یا اللہ اس گناہ سے بھی بچا یا اللہ جو بھی بیماری ہے جو بھی فحاشی ہے یا اللہ ہمارے اندر شرم و حیاء آجائے یا اللہ ہمارے اندر شرم و حیاء آجائے یا اللہ تو ہماری حفاظت فرما یا اللہ ہم بے سہارا ہے یا اللہ کوئی سہارا نہیں ہے یا اللہ کسی کے اوپر ہم بروسہ نہیں کر سکتے ہمارا پورا بروسہ جس نے اللہ پر بروسہ کی یا اللہ اس کے لئے کافی ہے یا اللہ ہم گنہگار ہے یا اللہ تو ہمارے گناہ کو مت دیکھ یا اللہ بولنے والا زیادہ گنہگار ہے یا اللہ اللہ ہمارے تمام کے گناہوں کو یا اللہ تو معاف فرما دے جو لوگ حج کی لئے جا رہے یا اللہ ان کے حج کو قبول فرما یا اللہ ان کے حج کو قبول فرما یا اللہ ان کے حج کو قبول فرما یا اللہ جس کی جو تمنا ہو یا اللہ اس کی تمنا کو یا اللہ تو پوری فرما سبحان اللہ و بحمدی سبحان اللہ رضیم سبحان اللہ و بحمدی سبحان اللہ رضیم وصل اللہ تعالی لاخر خلقی محمد و علی آلہ و اصحابہ و ازواجہ و ذریاتہ و اہل بیتہ اجمعین برحمتک یا رحم الرحیم